Hey, it's Latif from Radio Lab. Our goal with each episode is to make you think, how did I live this long and not know that? Radio Lab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Good Monday morning, everyone. We begin with Tropical Storm Isaac, which made landfall last night, barreling through Miami and the Florida Keys. We're in the middle of hurricane season. The storm is now headed into the Gulf. Isaac has wreaked havoc through Haiti and the Dominican Republic, leaving at least 10 dead. The rain is falling in Miami. And once again, we're joined by Phil Latzman, who's been tracking this storm. Phil is the host of the Florida Roundup for WLRN in Miami and South Florida. He joins us from his studio there. Phil, what's the latest? Uh, the latest is that uh, Tropical Storm Isaac's in the Gulf of Mexico now, John. It has maximum sustained winds, still 65 miles per hour, which is nine below hurricane strength. But it's bearing down on the Gulf Coast, and now right in the center of the cone is New Orleans. And the concern here, obviously, is for what happened a few years ago with Katrina. Any kind of system like this entering that area is is going to be watched very closely. Right now, the intensity of the system is varied, and they do expect it to be a minor, a Category 1 hurricane by the time it reaches the Gulf Coast. And we now have uh, uh, hurricane warnings up from Morgan City, Louisiana, to Destin, Florida. And I spoke uh, earlier with the National Hurricane Center forecaster, Jessica Shower. What are the possibilities for New Orleans here um, as they as they face down Isaac? Well, um, to remember, our forecast uh, right now is still 48 hours out for landfall. Um, so our errors at that time are about 100 miles um, in track and about a category in intensity. So everybody should be making their preparations today, definitely, um, because the, the tropical storm force winds are expected to start approaching the north uh, central coast of uh, the um, Gulf of Mexico later tonight, and the hurricane force winds could be approaching on Tuesday. And so that's where we are right now, John. And uh, who's being told to prepare? I guess most everyone's being told to prepare, but is there a tension between not wanting to alarm large uh, population centers? Uh, This is a Category 1, but the the, uh, memories of Katrina seven years ago still fresh. Yeah, it's it's in everybody's mind, and I think it's in the minds of the folks at the National Hurricane Center who I talk to a lot. And you could hear the forecaster there uh, just very reticent to say, hey, you know, run for the hills. Uh, but, you know, in, in this type of situation, you, you, you all you have to do is, is, is dial up the forecast track, and you can see that New Orleans is right in the center of it now, and the system is going further west than they thought. Now, the one good thing here is that they've been – I think they, they, they've sort of overestimated the, the wind strength, I think, maybe purposely – you know, they have these hurricane warnings up, but it, it has not become a hurricane yet. It's still a tropical storm. And, you know, you have the feeling that uh, that people on the Gulf Coast, including New Orleans, might be able to weather that. So um, it, it, I think they're they're just trying to put up people on notice that this, this is going to be an issue for them later in the week. One thing that will not be an issue is uh, in the uh, Tampa Convention. The Republicans do not have to worry about uh, Barack Obama declaring a state of emergency and forcing the evacuation of Tampa, yes? Well, the governor, uh, Rick Scott, did uh, declare, in fact, the state of the of emergency over the weekend in advance of Isaac. And, and, you know, it's such a big storm that it's still leaving its last impressions, even on us here in Miami, uh, you know, to the south today and in the Keys. You know, it's lashing us with the whipping winds and sideways rains. 
And that's still going to be an issue in Tampa. I mean, this is like a 700-mile-wide storm. I didn't actually do the computation, but it looks that way. And the, 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 the east side of that storm is going to whip Tampa around. That's probably, you know, why they decided that today was probably not a good idea to start the RNC. But uh, uh, it'll be around for a while. It's going to be whipping around this weather through the Gulf for the next couple of days. Bill Latzman, news anchor of the Florida Roundup, host on WLRN, Miami Herald News in Miami and South Florida. Thanks, Phil. All right, John. Actually, the calculation of that storm closer to 800 miles wide. Steve Bosque joins us, the Tallahassee Bureau Chief of the Tampa Bay Times, joining us from Tampa, where, of course, Isaac, at least its remnants, are colliding with uh, the politics as the Republican National Convention begins in Tampa. Steve, uh, welcome to you. Yes, good morning. Um, Let's talk, first of all, about what have they avoided at the RNC? Certainly the worst-case scenario is out of the picture. Right. Well, what they've avoided is the... uh possibility, however remote, that this storm uh, could have caused a a lot of wind and rain uh, problems in Tampa Bay, and you've got a lot of high bridges uh, connecting Tampa and St. Petersburg. A lot of delegates are on the St. Petersburg side of Tampa Bay. They're on chartered buses. Uh, You know, you don't want to take any risk of accidents and problems with those folks. And uh, they're from all over the country, uh, from a lot of states where hurricanes are not something that people are used to dealing with. So, uh, they they definitely erred on the side of caution. Uh, we we found a number of delegates and and convention organizers uh, over the weekend who felt that the uh, the Republican uh, National Committee might have jumped the gun a little bit. But the uh, alternative uh, is too severe to contemplate, which is the fact that they might have gone on with the convention and had severe uh, public safety hazards. Now, Steve, you cover these sorts of storms every year, and, and your paper. I mean, I remember when the Tampa mayor was in our studio. He said. Welcome, Republicans. But, uh, folks, have you looked at the calendar? It's uh, peak hurricane season. You you ran a big feature about this back in May. Right. It's always a a concern. It's always a possibility. There's an amazing irony here, uh, and that is that uh, Al Austin, who is a Tampa real estate developer and considered the architect of this convention, who's been trying now for about three or four cycles to get the convention in Tampa, kept running into resistance from the RNC Site Selection Committee members who said, man, we're not so sure about Florida. You guys have a lot of hurricanes down there in August. It's just, it's dangerous. But uh, when they made the pitch four years ago for this convention, this year in Tampa, they brought with them the meteorologists from the Tampa television stations to make the point that the chance of a hurricane in Tampa, because of the unique uh, configuration of Florida, the way the state juts down into the Gulf and into the Atlantic Ocean, uh, the, the the chance of a hurricane is exceedingly remote. Well, of course, we're seeing it. We're seeing it come to pass here. <laughs> exceedingly remote. Um, it's also the case that uh, if uh, this storm bears down on New Orleans, the headlines will completely distract from whatever happens at the convention. Yes. Yes, they will. Uh, here's the other thing, uh, and you're, you're seeing this chiefly with Governor Rick Scott, who's facing his really first really uh, serious storm event in the 18 months he's been governor. Uh, most troubling for any political party in this situation is the perception that they're partying and having a good time and celebrating, you know, while people elsewhere are being evacuated from their homes, uh, losing power, and running the risk of having the roofs torn off their house or or worse. So that that's a forefront in their minds. They, they don't want to uh, uh, have that perception. That's why so quickly you saw the Gulf states' governors Florida, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, all have shut down all their convention activity quickly here. 
and certainly politically the prospect that agents of the Obama government would be saving people in New Orleans as the uh, convention proceeds in Tampa is not something that they would uh, welcome politically since uh, it's Obama they're trying to unseat. Uh, Steve, thanks so much. Thank you. Steve Basquet, of course, uh, the Tallahassee Bureau Chief of uh, Tampa Bay Times. He joins us from Tampa where he's been covering the collision between weather and politics.